Taong 2014, isang pagsubok ang hinarap ng ating panauhin for today. Ito ay nang hindi makapasok ang kanyang anak sa local school dito sa Singapore. Ang naging solusyon niya? Nagtayo lang naman siya ng sarili niyang school. Hello mga amazing kababayans! Ako po si Mark and welcome sa unang episode ng The Amazing Filipinos in Singapore podcast. What makes Filipinos great? Ano-ano nga ba ang mga qualities nating mga Pinoy na pwede nating gamitin para magtagumpay sa mga panig ng mundo? Dito sa The Amazing Filipinos in Singapore podcast, mapapakinggan natin ang mga karanasan ng ating mga amazing kababayans na siguradong kapupulutan natin ng aral at ng inspirasyon. Today is a very special day dahil makakasama natin ang isa nating amazing kababayan. Isang ina na naharap sa isang adversity pero imbes na magreklamo ay eh nakahanap ng solusyon na hindi lamang naging sagot sa kanilang problema kundi pati na rin sa problema ng maraming Filipino dito sa Singapore. She is the founder of the very first ever Filipino-run school in Singapore and she is none other than Miss Ninalin Sulit Kakananta. Magandang araw, Miss Nina. Magandang araw, Sir Mark. At sa ating lahat ng uh, taga-subaybay ng amazing Filipino Singapore. In Singapore. Thank you, Singapore. Thank you po, thank you po, thank you po. So, sobrang special ng episode na to dahil ito lang naman ang ating first episode. And hopefully, magkaroon pa tayo ng maraming episodes. So, Miss Nina, simulan po natin sa simula. Saan po kayo nakatira sa Pinas? And kwentohan nyo naman po kami tungkol sa family nyo po sa Pinas bago kayo pumunta sa Singapore. Okay. So, um, nakatira kami. Currently, pag umuwi ka ng Pilipinas, taga Laguna kami. So, sa Laguna kami, nag-stay. Santa Rosa, Laguna. Um, I, I'm the eldest daughter in the family of five. Five children. Ako yung pina, ako yung ate. And then I got Two sisters and two brothers. Ano po yung kabuhayan ni tatay uh, ni nanay niyo po sa Pinas? Nung lumalaki kami, lumaki kami sa, may, sa tindahan. Hmm. Meron tindahan yung nanay at tatay ko. And attached yun sa bahay namin. So meron kaming maliit na tindahan. Tindera kaming lahat. <laughs> at sumasideline si daddy din ng nagsaservice siya sa shuttle service driver siya. Sa isang factory sa may Laguna Techno Park. And then, ang nanay ko ay may bahay. And also, ang sideline din naman niya is naman nagbubookkeeping siya. Uh, kasi graduate siya ng accountancy. Saan po kayo nag nga pala sa Pinas? Ano pong sa, course ang natapos niyo, madam? Uh, sa college, nag-aaral ako um, sa Letran Calamba. And I took also the same inspiration sa nanay ko, accountancy. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> Di na lumayo. That's good. Paano po napasok yung Singapore sa eksena? Singapore came about when and when we decide nung husband ko, which is Gary, my first ever boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> and last as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi na ako pinagbigyan na magkaroon ng iba. Na nag-decide kami to go here after I gave birth to Gabriel in 2008. So, 2009, napunta kami dito for for our family to look for greener pasture. 
2009 po. Yes. So, nung pumunta po kayo dito, may, ilang taon po si Gab nun? Hindi pa taon, months pa lang. Months Nine pa lang. months. Gano'n po kahirap yung pumunta kayo dito, tatlo kayo, then may kasama pa kayong baby. <laughs> Considered, uh-huh. baby pa po si Gab. Baby. Siguro, we always going by the faith na faith kay Lord na meron kasi kaming kapatid, meron akong kapatid dito, dalawa, na may tutuluyan kami and driven nga dun sa ambisyon na mabigyan ng maganda kinabukasan yung anak namin. We we came in here for that main reason. Together, kasi nga, syempre, nandun din ako naniniwala ako sa magkakasama yung pamilya dapat. Galing from, <laughs> from Philippines, punta yung Singapore, Ano po yung first impression niyo sa Singapore? Yun, beautiful. It's a beautiful country. Yun nga, uh, the moment I step in to Singapore, airport pa lang, you're amazed on how developed. Nag-exist pala yun sa Asia. Uh-huh. Before, I was not even know, I mean, di ko alam na may Singapore and it's a first world country. So, when I step in here, at nakita mo yung developed country from where you have been, mapapasa mo, wow, ang ganda. Ang ganda ng Singapore. It's really something na I look forward to happen sa Pilipinas. Sana all, no? Sana yes, all, sana, sana ganito din sa atin. Paano naman po yung setup nyo? Nung pumunta kayo dito, saan po ba kayo tumira? Mm-hmm. And uh, how is it finding job in Singapore? Yung time na yun, siguro kasi we, we have family already here. So my brother and my sister are here working. PR yung brother ko, older brother ko, which is my kuya. And then my sister is also working. So we it's easier for us to transition. Meron na kasi kaming titirahan. So ba't wala kaming trabaho pa? So we gamble. Uh, maghanap ng trabaho. One month yung tanning namin sa yes. amin. Kasi limited budget lang kami. And then my husband also filed lang an indefinite leave kasi he still kept his oh. job there. So may one man kaming taning. But on my mind, sa kung isang buwan, naggumastos na kami. So kailangan makahanap ako ng trabaho. So ang nangyari nun, it's difficult. Kasi time na yung recession eh. 2009. 2009. And, oh, recession So what I did was to engage a Singapore agency and then to be employed in a Singapore company. So, yun yung kailangan. And then, you, you, you know, you, you going through the agency, it requires an investment for you to to have uh, a job here. And eventually, successful siya na nakuha namin bago umuwi yung asawa ko, umuwi yung asawa ko after a month kasi to file formally for his resignation. Nag-resign pa si Sir Gary sa Pinas. <laughs> no? bumalik siya sa Pilipinas para mag-resign. Kasi nga, ang ultimate ko, sagun, gumamble na tayo dito, tapos, uuwi ba tayong luhaan? Siyempre, gusto mo, you want to be, you have to always have a happy story. <laughs> yung kailangan, successful, so, bawal lang susuko. So, yun yung ano, I had my first job, ako yung unang nagkaroon ng work. Uh... For Gary, it was difficult for him. Uh, una, yung company na pinagtatrabahuhan niya sa Pilipinas, he wants to also venture into, kasi mechanical engineer siya. So gusto niya na maghanap ng different field of mechanical engineering, which he got after two months of 
job hunting. Oh. So, nakahanap na po kayo ng mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Ano pong industry yung napasok nyo and how is it compared to the working in the Philippines? Mm-hmm. Napasok ako sa isang education industry. <laughs> My first job is to with the children, student enrichment center. So, yun yung ano na from where I have been sa Philippines, it's a corporate one. Uh, I was employed in corporate setting. Now here, it's an SME. Na before ang work ko, very specific. Uh, ito lang grabaho mo, accounts payable, accounting. When I came in here, it's everything. <laughs> Parang you do it all na. You all do it all. Because it's a small business, uh, which is Singapore is very good at. Siguro, at yun yung sinasabi nila, it, that's the reason why Singapore is, tra- is thriving now. Kasi marami silang small businesses. Mm-hmm. Yun yung nag-fulfill ng economy. And difficult doon is, una... You have to adjust on your hearing kasi magkakaiba ng tono yung mga nakakausap mo kasi magkakaiba sila ng lahi and they and it's difficult to you know to process yung words na sinasabi nila through your mind and how you respond it takes time sometimes na pagsasabihan ka na medyo blur blur ka <laughs> which is true it's true kasi you have to really process it out na, okay, yung sinabi niya, ito yung sinasabi niya, and then, saka mo palang sasagutin. So, na, in terms of that, difficult yun talaga. Plus, the fact na, I was not able to get a dependent pass for GAB. I believe, naging, nagkaroon po kayo ng employment pass. Ah, so, bumalik ako ng Pilipinas, nabor yung ako, kasi it was really difficult year, the first year we had here in Singapore. Very difficult for us. I, we tried to be together. We tried to be together, but uh, it caused a stale on my health. Na it was, I told Gary about na, Daddy, I ha, I think I need to rest. Kasi nagdi-deteriorate. Super stressful yung first job ko. That I have to go back to Philippines 2010. And then come in 2011. Sasabi ko, kailangan na namin. Kasi I don't wanna leave na pabalik-balik. Mm-hmm. 2011 was the year na... We had a blessing. Initially, it's just the same as Espas, but it was rejected. Oh. It was rejected kasi they don't have quota. <laughs> Luckily, they don't have quota. Ang nangyari nun, yung boss ko na ang pogi-pogi, <laughs> kailangan banggitin, <laughs> na super bait. I mean, it's, it's from the UK. It's a British uh, boss. He upgraded me to employment pass. Oh, wow. Without any ano, uh, you know, automatic nag yung current salary ko umangat na agad. <laughs> na wala akong trabaho, tumaas na agad yung salary. So, I was in, I was able to get from SPAS rejection to e- employment pass without any problem. And then I was able to get dependent pass for GAB. It's wow. really a blessing talaga ng time na yun. Sobrang remarkable po yung year na yun. And I'm sure sa family, sobrang blessing siya. Yes, 2011 it is. 2011 po ito, ma'am. 2011. Tahanap po natin yung uh, HFSE. Yeah. Paano po nabuo yung HFSE? Mm-mm. So yung, yung HFSE was created 
yun nga, paulit-ulit na dahil nagkaroon ng problema, paulit-ulit ang problema namin. <laughs> Hindi, lagi kong sinasabi, we're God's favorite. Kasi binibigyan niya talaga kami ng napsandamakmak na problema. So, yung time na I was already somehow stable, kasi may company na ako, and I was... Uh, working with a good client, good set of clients. And then eventually, I'm going to give birth to my second son. Second. Oh. So, come in and 2014, nawalan ng slot si Gab to the local school. We were rejected. Walang school for Gab. So, he school ko siya. And then during that homeschool journey, there was a thought na, maybe siguro pwede na ako mag-put up ng support center for those students or those families who also cannot afford the international school and doesn't want their children to go back to the Philippines or to their home country. So that thought came in out of nowhere. Because actually, I was okay homeschooling my son, having my own company, having the flexibility. But that, that thought suddenly came in. And then I did a feasibility study because I accountant nga ako feasibility study, marketing research, so all those encompassing. And then I proposed that to a client of NASC, my company. Ayun na naman, sanay po tayo sa nababasted. <laughs> nabasted ako nung... And then yun, came in. Na come 2015 of that year, through the Facebook group that I created for that particular feasibility for the support center, homeschool support center. Marami na nag-post ng mga magulang. Hindi ko alam ang gagawin ko. Naiiyak na ako. Ayokong pauwi ng anak ko. Hindi ko alam asan ako pupunta. Magdamag na akong umiiyak. So, nung time na yon, I was hesitant to meet them up. Kasi ko, okay na, bala siya. Makakahanap din sila ng, <laughs> makakahanap din sila ng solusyon. And then, my friend Grace told me, Nina, i-meet up mo na sila. And then from there on, parang feeling ko, it was God telling me to meet them up. And I told them, I have this kind of feasibility study that uh, we just need a number of students to operate and to keep it at par. We met at McDonald's. Ilan po kayo dun? More or less around 10, 10, 10 set of parents. So I told them what I just shared to the actually to the client. Ito meron tayong ganito may space, may may isang grupo ng foreigners that needs servicing and yeah, which I was rejected. And of course because the parents, I don't know, of course it's God's grace na maniwala sila sa akin. They don't know me. I just told them that I have a company and also siguro out of desperation they grab on that particular uh, and trusted me. They hold on to that hope na yeah. baka, baka mag-work. Baka mag-work. And from the set of parents, I it's a word of mouth. Okay, sampu sila. And I told them it's 20 that we need. So nag-meet ulit kami another McDonald's sa Simbawang naman. And you know, yung, yung turn of events, parang God orchestrated everything na ang bilis November of that mid of November of that year we incorporate the next month we we look for a place the next uh, next month next week so it's week after week after week and then eventually 2016 nag start na kami 
I mean, all encompassing. Siyempre, hindi ako natutulog nung mga panahon na yun. But first, for, ano, uh, we meet up with the parents. After a week, we incorporate the school. After a week, we, we were able to get the premise already. Andun yung tables, yung chairs, the glass board. All we will just have to take over. And the takeover is very affordable. Meron kaming extra for the, you know, yung, yung magiging tuition fee. And then I had the homeschooling 101 talk. And then the next month, next month, which is December, yan yung, yung homeschooling. The next month, the next year of January, we were able to start. Straight away, even my parents was like, I mean, my family back in the Philippines, imorder sila ng uniform, umorder sila ng books. So... It's really more of like hack schooling na, na okay, ito, 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 naggawa kami para masustain na meron kaming school for the kids. And yun, God allowed that to happen in a span of less than two months. And from crying out loud that they don't have any school to put in their children to starting having a school for the kids in less than two months, I think it's all God's... God's plan lang. Siya lang yung makakagawa. Kasi for me, was like, oh. Yes, yes. Amen. And uh, para lang sa kaalaman ng lahat. Kasi dito sa Singapore, pag yung, uh, pag yung anak mo, mm-hmm. nag-seven nag years old, going to primary, mm-hmm. hindi lahat kasi nabibigyan ng slot sa Singapore. Eh. So some of the parents, is uh, they decided na yung bata pumunta na lang sa Philippines. Mm-hmm. Kasi sobrang mahal kung pupunta sa international yeah. school. So talagang, Game-changing po talaga yung naisip niyong idea. And I, I really agree that this is your God's calling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by answering this, you have made a difference sa pamilya ng maraming Pilipino dito sa Singapore. And isa na, isa na kami doon. Kaya nga nung tinutayo namin itong usapang OFW, naisip ko agad, kailangan marinig natin ang story ni Miss Nina talaga. So, so 2014, kayo na-reject. 2015, nag-homeschool, nag-homeschooling. Then, dito, nakita niyo na marami pala talagang parents na same fate. Then, 2016, eto na. Eto na yung talagang meron na kayong classroom, magkakasama na yung mga bata. Paano po yun? Uh, kwentohan niyo naman po kami, ano yung first year ng Happy Family School of Excellence sa mga unang taon niya? When I told the parents na we need 20 students, Yun ang binigay ni Lord. <laughs> Kaya be specific with your your request. 20 students plus 4. Kasi 20 primary one. We started with 20 primary ones and 4 primary twos, including my son. And a sibling of a primary one and my goddaughter. And we upgraded one. I mean, we uh, may isang na angat. Na. So 24, it was the one of the most my second difficult phase of ano, HFSE. Kasi I, I, I don't know kung ano yung pinuntahan ko. Pinapasok ko talaga. But I know putting up an enrichment center, working on my ver- first ever work here in Singapore as yung sa isang school setup, I know the commitment is quite deep. So yung yung, ta- yung taon na yun, it was shaky of course as expected. It's It's not as successful agad-agad, ba? Sa entrepreneurship, that's where first three years is actually the test years of your, if you're going to proceed or not. So, 2016, we applied for the necessary license. Um, we, it took 
took us quite some time for, of course, for the Ministry of Education to come over and, ano. And for the whole year, marami tayo dyan pinagdaanan. Kasi managing a school doesn't necessarily, o magtuturo, tapos-tapos na, di ba? So, hindi siya ganun eh. Um, it was really a rocky start. We had a difficulty in getting the teachers, Yung pag nag-absent yung teacher, I have to take over. <laughs> so, so, kayo po yung substitute teacher, ma'am? I was actually the first ever teacher, Filipino ah, kayo teacher. Po yung, kayo po pala yung first teacher ng HFSC. Yeah, so, for the first kayo. term. <laughs> yeah, only, that is also the confirmation that I know I was not in cold end to be the classroom teacher. Mm. I would say I'm not the classroom teacher because my gift is not to to in, inside the classroom. So, Miss Teen is my first ever Filipino teacher. Oh, okay. So, siya yung, uh, after, I, she's the first one. I, she I work with her sa enrichment center na oh. una ko pinagtrawa. Together with the Singaporean teacher that Ms. we had. Miss Teen is the current principal of HFSE. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. So, siya yung unang-unang teacher ng HFSE. And together with my my Singaporean teacher, si Miss um Kit. Oh. Uh, both of them, I worked with the Enrichment Center that time. We started in a second floor shop house sa Upper Thompson, na near to the Thompson Plaza. So, yan yung aming uh, first house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> first house ng HFSE. And we started with 24 and then at the end of the year, we had 41 kids moving up to the next level. Nakapunta pa ako dito sa Thompson eh, kasi alala ko pataas yung handan. Ah, yeah. Tapos ano talang talaga. It's, so, yeah, yeah. it's a na, shop house eh. Looking back talagang parang grabe. Isang, I mean, on your first year, 24, naging 40. Then second year, naging ilan po? Second year, when we first started on second year, nasa 70, 70, 70. plus. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Third year? Nasa 150, it, it double up. <laughs> wow, grabe. It doubles up. And then, yun, nag-grow na. It's growing because every year we have new primary one. And every year we're moving up to the next level. So our, so eight years after we are already, the highest level that we offer is secondary three. With more or less 500 students not just Filipino students, we're also serving non-Filipinos na. And how many staff po? Ang staff namin, we started with five. Five staff. Actually, two. Two, myself, and that, the teacher. Ah, then uh, an admin, part-time admin. And then, we ended up five. And sumunod nun, ngayon, we have 35 on-site. Wow. <laughs> Kaya niyo po na-realize na talagang, wow, uh, you know, you're into something big. And ano talaga yung goal ng HFSE ever since? Siguro yung the real, yung pinaka-moment na nasabi ko na, ay, eto na, wala nang atrasan. And we are going for something big. And it's when we got the registration for the school wow. as a private education institution. When was this, ma'am? It was on the 2018. 2018. So it took us two years 
to be registered officially as an international school. So yung dalawang, almost more than two years by the way, kasi it has to like 2016 has passed, 2017 passed, nanganak pa ako niyan. And then 2018 was the time na sinabi ko, ay, eto na, nasa, nasa Japan kami, Binag, binigyan ko na nga ng, ano eh, ng uh, prim, premonition na na uh, maybe ma-approve na to kasi dalawang taon na akong nag apply and ayun nga, na-approve na siya, we are bound to, you know, grow and establish kasi ayun na, there's no turning back, we, we are already given the license to operate and that's where we had our Grand launch. Grand. The grand launch happened two years after HFSE wow. was, ano, ito na was yung, given. Ito ano. na po yung HFSE International School. Yes, yes. we launched. So, HFSE started with Happy Family Home School of Excellence. And then, sabi ni MOE, okay, let's not take off the home. Kasi, it's not home. So, we, okay, we, 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 we move on the home. Happy Family School of Excellence na lang. And when we got in... At referred kami sa CPE, which Committee on Private Education, where we currently is registered as international school. We 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 anticipate that that when we are going to receive this particular registration, we will change our name. So straight away na ano nag ano nakaabang na yan. Oh, ito pag na-approve tayo, ito na yung gagawin nating pangalan, Asia Fesi International School, and then we are going to have our partners record first partners recognition night it i mean always ako dun sa i was not able to do it by myself yes i'm the founder ako it pasimuno <laughs> but i will not be able to sustain without those partner ang daming filipino business leaders friends supporter whoever i don't know some of them but they were very essential to having and getting the license and we acknowledge that so we had our partners recognition night around april of 2018 and ambassador yap was invited oh. so yan po yung nagsabi sa amin na we are the first actually first and only filipino run international school in singapore at that time we just take off the only because we want others to be inspired of na hindi lang kami yung first I mean, we're not the only Filipino-run international school. Doon nangyari, and then we had our grant launch nung May, and then yun na, wala nang atrasan. And you see the kids, whenever you see the kids, whenever you see the community being happy with, 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 with events, every event is a happy event, doon mo nakikita yung fruits na ay magkakasama sila and they're happy. They, they were, this is something that I wish for my, my family, I wish for my family to God, and I was able to duplicate the same kind of dream to other people. So they, yun yung mission ng HFSE, to bring the families together. And we were able to fulfill that, and thank you Lord lang lagi. Wow. <laughs> grabe. Grabe talaga yung, grabe talaga yung nagawa niyo. Speaking as a partner din ng HFSC, kasi yung daughter ko, dyan din nag-aaral. Kaya talagang, uh, I can say na, you know, one of your legacy when you build this school is you give families 
like me, a chance na magkasama-sama pa din yung family. Kasi dito sa Singapore, like what I said earlier, pag nawalan ka ng local school, your options are international school and talagang mabigat yon. So some of families talaga umuwi ng Pinas. This gives us a chance na magkasama-sama, which is very important. And I think yun yung nagawa ng HFSE. Of course, we always go back with the belief yun yung lagi naming sinasabi kasi that is our core so every child can and will succeed one happy family at a time wow <laughs> kasi yun yung mabubuo ang pagkatao ng bata pag magkasama yung pamilya that's where for me as a mother and as a parent that's where I got Oh, and as a daughter as well. I grew up in a family. It's not perfect, but I grew up in a family whose priority is to be together. My dad is an OFW and he went back kasi hindi niya na kayang mapahiwalay sa amin. So that's something that I put very close to my heart and that's the belief that we are putting in for HFSE. Wow, grabe. Ma'am, thank you for inspiring us and I'm sure marami talagang nakaka-relate na Filipino families na for sure, basta yung education, yung going to a local school, makaka-relate talaga sa story. Yung solution na nagawa niyo is really big for us Filipinos here in Singapore. Thank you for sharing your vision. And siguro isa na lang ma'am bago tayo matapos. Um, what do you think makes Filipinos great? <laughs> Kanina ko pa yung pinag-iisipan. Um, we all go back to the, the school. Filipinos are one big happy family. We are all related to each other. We support each other. We have that bayanihan spirit. That, and we are happy regardless of the challenges that we've gone through, regardless of whatever it is that sakuna, bagyo. We are very resilient people. That's what makes the Filipinos great. We're one big happy family. You go to any place in the world and you see a Filipino, tanguan mo lang yan, kabayan. And that's something that what makes us great. We treat everyone as a family, regardless of the blood relation. So yun yung nagpapaganda at nagpapaangat sa pagiging Pilipino. Pamilya tayo, yun. Yun. 